Get ready. Yeah. Y'all ready for some live shit? Welcome. Welcome to the D, baby. It's all live down here. What you see is all real. What up, though? What up, though? Welcome back. Episode 242 of the What Up, Though? Podcast. Greetings. Fucking salutations. <laughs> salutations, everyone. Yep, we back in this bitch. <laughs> After a week of, you know. I got to the classiness out the window right quick. <laughs> so, if you guys have not been around on Twitter or however you get our pot, our, our tweets or whatever not. Um, Mike had did uh, a podcast last, well, no, that was what, Monday or Tuesday? Sunday or Monday? Uh, what's today? Wednesday? Uh, Monday night? Yeah, Monday. Monday night, and it was, I got through most yeah. of it. I plan on finishing before the podcast, but life just happened. But um, very, do- very dope, man. Very deep, uh, very open, very transparent. I think it might it may have been a good out for you. It may have helped you more than helped anybody else, although a lot of people praised it, which I figured they would because it was pretty, you know, pretty eye opening, pretty honest. Um brutal in sometimes, but you know, it's needed. Um what uh I know you talked about it on the actual uh that podcast, but you know, like what led up to you wanting to kind of just, you know, air the world out <laughs> i mean it, it, it was a it was a couple of things so um i found it I, I, I had a lot of trouble dealing with chadwick boseman's death and i think after that i i, I there was a part of me so i already kind of wanted to record something about chadwick and not not a whole dedication type deal but because the fact that I was so – the reason I was so broken up about it, somebody like me who is constantly asked why people give a fuck about celebrities so much, the reason I was so broken up about it was because I, I, I just felt like it's been a hard enough year for us, us black people. And I was like, man, how much worse could it get? Because, like, we don't have – you know, it, it's, it's, it's not easy for black people to find heroes. You know, it's like we got – our heroes be motherfucking like rappers and <laughs> shit like that, basketball players. And it's like, it's not hard. It's, it's hard for black folks to find heroes. And cause we don't see ourselves in prominent places. Like we don't see ourselves, you know, up until 2008, we didn't see ourselves as the president, you know, up until, you know, fairly recently, we wouldn't see ourselves in like CEO positions, like, or, or like my man uh, on the Raptors, the, the owner of the Raptors or the GM. I, no, he's the owner. Uh, you know, stuff like that. So it's like when we have, when we find people that we find heroes that can, that can uh, really, really motivate and uplift our people, it sucks to have them taken away like that. And then the way this year started with, with Kobe back in February, and then all the shit that we've had to deal with, with the, the, the police killing us, and then white folks stay finding reasons why it's okay. And then like, to top it all off, then they're going to snatch up Chadwick. And, like, that bothered me because I was so inspired by 
not, not, I, well, I don't want to say inspired, but like I was, I was real, I was real pleased to see how much people really showed a lot of like a lot of black love after Black Panther, man. Like everybody was hyped up for it to come out. Like and you remember, everybody was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna roll up in the dashiki and all this kind of." Oh, shit I did, the and I and I did, yeah. nigga. Shit, that's the only and I. And I and that motherfucker, I'm mad as hell because I ordered off Amazon and that bitch was tight in a motherfucker. So I just wore a hoodie <laughs> on top of that bitch. But I wore that motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, man. So I'm like, we had everybody roll up in dashikis, everybody doing that Wakanda salute afterward. And everybody was like so happy, man. Everybody was so just motivated and uplifted. And to have him taken away at this time, it's just like, man, when, when, when in, in centuries have we ever got a break, like a break from getting shit on? Like, we just haven't, man. It's like, and I'm just like, man, can we get a fucking break this year? Like, this year has been shitty for everybody, man. But for black people in particular, this has been a motherfucker, man. And then, like, it's, you keep wanting to think, like, you know, we made jokes, like, oh, yeah, uh, we're only halfway through the year. Things is fucked up. We're only halfway through the year. Oh, it's only March. It's only April. Like, you know, kind of like joking, like, there's still plenty of time for it to get worse than it already is. Ha, 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 ha. But that's exactly what the fuck keeps happening. Man. Every month gets worse than the previous one. It's like, off, like it's like off, it's office space. He's like, he's like, he's like, how does today feel worse than yesterday or something yeah. like that? It's exactly what it is. Yeah, man. So, like, so like that happening, that really bothered me because I was just like, man, it, like, we've had such a hard year. As a as a people, and to have that happen, that that really fucked with me, man. And then I started thinking about how he might have been feeling, and like you know his reasons for not po possibly not sharing what was going on with him. And I don't know it just brought me down. And then I also thought about I can't remember who it was, but you the one told me. Um, but you mentioned that somebody was surprised to hear that I had a white father, and. That made me think too. I was like, okay, well, I already kind of want to talk about Chadwick in, within the confines of how his death made me feel like, you know, it's, you know, we're just going to keep getting shit on worse and worse. And it's like, we just can't get a break. And then, but then I also thought about somebody being surprised that I had a white father. And I'm like, you know what? The perception of me as it pertains to um, my thoughts on white folks is not. I think it needed some context because I was like, you know, it only, only I know how I used to be. So feeling how I feel right now about white people and the way they've been behaving and, and the police and all this kind of shit is such a stark contrast from how I used to feel. And I don't know. I just felt like it would, I felt like it would be a good podcast for me to share how I got to the point that I'm at from where I was before. And it, I mean, it, it, I just felt like that. I felt like this was the time. And I, was, I already kind of been mulling it over. And then when Chad would pass, I was like, you know, this might be the time to do it. So um, he passed on, on Friday night. And Saturday morning, I went to go take my daughters for a drive. Like it was probably about like 11 o'clock. I take them for a drive every weekend just so they could take a nap and my wife can have some time alone. And I hop in the car and I always fire up podcasts. It's like, that's, that's a good time for me because I like driving. So, you know, my, I bring my tablet in the car so my daughter can watch, like my older daughter can watch her, her YouTube videos or Disney Plus, whatever she wants to watch. 
and then the baby, you know, falls asleep and is asleep for most of the drive. And I just, I just listen to podcasts and just get up, caught up on stuff and just, you know, drive around, look at shit, you know, whatever. And I, I started up and I see Delvin drop the new podcast about Chadwick. And I'm like, oh, fuck. I knew, I, and I knew Delvin was broken up about it too because I had seen him like his tweets that night. And I was like, oh, let me see what this is about. And then I listened to Delvin's podcast and I was like, man, I'm not even ready for this. Like, cause I was thinking I was going to record one that day. And then I listened to Delvin's and I was like, man, Delvin's shit was fucking me because it sounded like Delvin was trying to keep it together. And I'm like, man. And, and it's like, part of me is like almost embarrassed. Like, man, getting that, getting that worked up about a nigga you don't even know. But I don't know, man. I just, I, it, and like I said, it, it's, it's, it wasn't really about him. It was more about the circumstances. Mm-hmm. And, and listening listen to Delvin's shit, um, his was a little bit more personal. And I was just like, man, I, I think I need a little bit more time before I can actually record something like this because of the Chadwick shit is already fucking with me. And then I know when I start talking about uh, my my upbringing and, and, and what I dealt with as a kid and then my, my, my approach toward politics and, and, and how I dealt with white people, how I considered or how I viewed white people and how that, how that began to shift when, um, when we elected Obama. I knew it was going to be some heavy shit. So I was like, yeah, I probably can't do this today. So um, Sunday night came, I mean, Monday actually came and I, I, wanted, I, I was going to do it Sunday. I, don't, I can't recall what came up, but uh, yeah. And then Monday I was like, all right, I guess it's time. And yeah, I mean, it worked out well. The crazy thing about it is it's almost like a dream recording that podcast because I was so, like once I got going, I was so emotionally like just kind of like going, flying by the seat of my pants because I didn't have nothing. I didn't have no notes. I didn't have nothing prepared. I didn't know what I was going to say, how I was, how was going to come out, nothing like that. And I, but once I got going, I just got going. And once it was over, I posted it. And then I was like, I don't even remember what the fuck I said. <laughs> I just remember, I just remember a couple of times where I felt like I was like yelling, yelling. And one thing I do, cause I, and I, I recently started doing this cause I feel like I've, I've been getting more passionate about uh, stuff that we talk about on this podcast. And I get really uh, really busy with my hands because um, I have a lot more in, in, in this in my garage out here. When I when I record for my podcast, I use my mic, and I don't have to hold it or nothing like that. So I, you know, I'm sitting there and I get real, I get real boisterous with my hands. The more the more excited I get, and I feel like I, I man, the hand movements. I wish somebody could have seen me while I was recording that shit. It probably looked. It probably looked like I was about to fuck everything up, and I feel like at some point I might have hit the table, like I. <laughs> but I don't even fucking remember. Though. I just remember. I remember yelling. I remember a whole lot of big, big hand movements, and and that's it. Like I, I don't even remember it no more. And I, I kind of want to go back and listen to it because, like, I felt while while I was recording it, I felt like, I felt like this is going well in the sense of like podcast recording like I, I was like I said I wasn't thinking about what I was saying but I was thinking about you know just how is this going to be as an episode like am I like am I not you know stuttering too much or fucking up things and I just remember thinking like I feel like this is going well as far as like just 
a product that I can put out. And that was really, that's all I really remember. So like, that's, that's the crazy part about it. And then I feel, I, feel, I do feel a lot better. Um, I've, I, I had the, some really good sleep that night and I haven't really thought about it as much uh, since I put that podcast out. Whereas conversely, before recording that, that's all I thought about all the time. And that's why I was so angry when I recorded it. Cause it was like, all I could, that's all I've been, I've been consumed with like the what, what white people have been doing in this country and what they've been doing to us. And it, it's been, as you know, obviously it's been, it's been a lot. Like, yeah, I'm, a, I'm a little aware. I, I keep up a little bit. <laughs> Shit's fucked up. You know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. yeah. But yeah, man, that's, that's, that's the story, I guess. Yeah, man. I mean, I, I think these times are, you know, and then it's like all of the public shit of, you know, like Chadwick and, you know, just the police brutality that's going on, uh, Trump trying to be president again. And then you had all that and then you add on to like, like we still got to live. We still got to <laughs> go through our own personal trials and tribulations and shit. So, you know, all of that added together, it's just, it's just mad fucking stressful. I mean, it's, it's just, it, at some points it just gets sad, you know, like you have the weight of whatever's on your personal shoulders and then you, you don't want to get pulled over by the police and then you don't want to be in a country where a fuck nigga is president. So it's like so much shit. <laughs> yeah, and, man. You know, we That's... just deal with on a, on a daily, you know, and still got to go to fucking work. And deal with whatever's and, there. And, and and something's gotta something's gotta change at some point. Like it, it it things can't continue this way. Things and I think things might even get worse before they get better. But I'm wondering I keep wondering what's gonna be the thing that, that pushes all this shit over the edge. Like there's got to be a point. At, there's got to be at some point where we go enough is enough, and we're getting closer and closer. But then once that point comes, what is that going to look like? What are we going to do? Yeah, I did a tweet earlier just talking about if somehow Trump wins again, it's just I th- it's just going to be the next four years to just be two twenty twenty point one twenty twenty point two. <laughs> yeah, twenty twenty point three and twenty twenty point four, like it's just mm-hmm. it's a it's a fucked up as you know uh, situation going on. Um. So yeah, uh, be- before we go too much too too further in, uh, want to fir- uh give a shout out and apologize to the same person. Um. <laughs> so shout out to Sophia, one of our long time. Uh, I guess you would call it day one listeners. Um, mm-hmm. um, she's always been up, even if she has to catch up, she typically catches up. So shout out to Sophia. I know she's married with kid and all that good, cool shit. Uh, but apologizing because she emailed us and said her email was long, but I didn't realize it was like she recorded a mini podcast at 13 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and so I would like, I want to give her the time it deserves. So what we will do, Sophia, is dissect your email over the next week and then we will post it in in sections and answer as such so you know uh definitely appreciate you always uh listening and sending feedback when you can but we definitely want to give it the time it deserves so it won't be this week but 
it'll probably be most of next week. So uh, just look out for yeah. that. Yeah, it's, it's kind of a – this is a, the double-edged sword of, of not trying to get a sneak preview of feedback. Like, mm-hmm. I've always found it fun to, like, play feedback live while we're recording – and then just all right, this is what this is what we said, and, and not right. not really uh, preparing for it or or knowing ahead of time. And that's where that's where it kind of bit bit me in the ass because I saw the email, but I was like, eh, it can't be that long. We'll play it on the podcast, <laughs> and then here we here we are. But if I had been somebody who wanted to prepare a little bit more and be like, all right, let me let me listen to this and prepare it so I can see how you know what things we need to address, yada yada yada, we wouldn't be in that spot, but. Uh, yeah, hey, I mean, hey, this is the first time that ever happened, so here we are. So. Right, can't feel too bad, <laughs> yeah, yeah, can't so, feel too bad. yeah. We got it, we're definitely gonna uh get, get to it thoroughly and uh respond next week. So, appreciate you again, Sophia. Um, so I, I so we have a, a list of, of, of things to cover, um, but I was looking for where did my page of notes go? Oh, we have a list of uh, of stuff. So I saw other than just wanted to add. So I saw that uh, um, Tyler Perry is a billionaire. Amazing! What That's a time! Really this is the worst time in in our lifetime for people to be billionaires. Like I've never known billionaires to be so hated until like recently. Like Jay Z became one. He's probably one of the. Uh, he he seems to be hated. Uh, Amazon Bezos. He became one. Uh, I'm, only person I don't think pretty pe- people didn't hate as much as Oprah. Um, yeah, I, I think. I think, you I think get, she I think, may have caught it. It's. I, I don't think so because I think she. Oprah got Oprah got Oprah rich way before everybody else did. So right. it wasn't it wasn't trendy to hate billionaires back when Oprah got Oprah hit that uh, hit that level, but I think I think a lot of it is because of I mean is because of Bernie Sanders man, <laughs> like Bernie Sanders made it his life mission to slander billionaires and I get it you know it's it's uh it's one of those things where if 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 people and this is something I'm 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 kind of like wrapping my head around as I as I talk but also as I think about it. I think a lot of what people don't like about billionaires or actually, no, I take that back. Cause people, I don't even think people really consider this, but I think part of what sucks about billionaires is that I think I'm not saying this is the case, but I think it's probably pretty difficult to get that level of rich without shitting on some, <laughs> some group of people pretty fucking badly. And the the reason I say that is because just, Looking at the well, dynamic Amazon, of my the, job. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I, it's it, we're probably about to make the same point. Look, look at the dynamic at my job. Like you have folks. It seems like the higher you move up the ladder, the more uh, leeway you feel like you have to to treat people in you inhumanely or to talk to them crazy or to belittle them or emasculate them or that kind of shit. And there's a whole lot of backstabbing. Like I, I talked about it on my on that episode about. Uh, about this one, this how this one chick tried to play me at work, and it's it it seems like there's a whole lot of backstabbing to move to the top, a whole lot of brown nosing, a whole lot of race baiting, like all kinds of shit that people use to kind of like ascend to the top. 
And then once you hit that a certain point and your taxes change and the way you save your money and the way you spend your money changes and it's way easier to, to make it, to increase it. And then meanwhile, as you get richer, you paying less taxes. And meanwhile, the motherfuckers who work for you ain't getting paid shit, paying more taxes than you. And we supposed to like you? <laughs> right, <laughs> so right. it's like, I, that's I, I think that's, and that's totally a great point why. No, no, not at all. Not at all. And you would think too, like someone uh, made a, it was, I saw a tweet or something about Bezos. Is it Bezos or Bezos? Bezos. Bezos. Okay, that's what I thought. So mm-hmm. I saw a tweet or something when he was talking about Bezos, and it was, you know, they were saying something about, well, what is he supposed to do then as a billionaire? And someone was like, well, maybe, and it was like just a thought, but maybe companies of billionaires, the employees may just make a little more than they normally do from companies that are not ran by billionaires. And now, and to yep. your point, I get it. I Well, I get that. I get the logic of billionaires didn't become billionaires without maybe not doing, not paying people more than what they should. Like they got there somehow, you know what I mean? But if at some point there's nothing, there's nothing you can't do if you have a hundred million, a hundred billion or 200 billion, like you pretty much can do the same shit. You know what I'm saying? It's like your your limits are you're still unlimited of what your abilities are. Even if you have fifty billion, fifty billion, two hundred billion, I'm you're pretty much doing more than ninety nine point eight percent of people. So it's not unrealistic to think that maybe people that work for you could make more than people that you know whatever the case. Or yeah, and when you're somebody, like and when you're somebody like Jeff Bezos, you're not actively doing things in order to make more money that money's that money's being made on its own like he he makes money while he's sleeping i don't make money while i'm sleeping you don't make money while you're sleeping jeff bezos makes money while he's sleeping and like that that kind of shit that helps like when you like you mentioned about what's the difference between 50 and 200 like he's not even i don't even think he's trying to get to 200 he's just like existing and and amazon is just making more and more and more money. Like, the, the COVID is probably the best thing to fucking happen to Amazon. And Amazon was already the shit. As I get so, two or three Amazon packages a week. Mm-hmm. But then you uh, look at... But then again, like you said, you look at what those people get paid, that's how... That's why billionaires is fucking hated. Like, oh, what's he supposed to do with his money? Like, oh, why y'all hate billionaires? They just making money. But if they didn't fuck... If, if they're... If the people who were putting in the work for them so that they could continue so that he could make money while he's sleeping. If those motherfuckers weren't working 12, 14, 15 hours a day for however much money they make, $10 an hour, $12 an hour, whatever the fuck it is, people might like Jeff Bezos a little bit more. But while right. your employees ain't making shit and you ain't and, and paying more in taxes than you, yeah, no, ain't nobody gonna fuck with you. Now you want you want somebody like you pay pay some fucking taxes on that money. And you like if, if I bet you if Jeff Bezos could probably solve most of this country's problems if he paid taxes at just at the same rate that we do, like his, like his money that, that this country could collect in taxes alone would do so much. 
Like they could do so so much with the money that he would make it tax. They could make and, his tax. And still be a billionaire. And that's just him. Right. And that's just him. Like, what about even, all the other ones? Even if by chance him paying taxes like regular people pay taxes knocked him out of billionaire and he's just like a 999 millionaire. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, and 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 I bring it up not to side with billionaires. Like, I feel like that's the craziest shit when you hear people talking about why you hate, you know, they're hating on billionaires. How do you, how can you fix your mouth to say that when you're in the same position we are? Like, none of us is at that status. So, fuck them. Mm-hmm. But it's just, you know, I, I always thought it was interesting just the conversations of it. And when I heard that, you know, uh, Tyler Perry has, you know, crossed that threshold, you know, of course. But Tyler, you know, for the, I don't, I don't particularly care for Tyler Perry uh, movies at all. But what I thought is always interesting, I, I mentioned this before, and I know I've tweeted it before, but I don't understand how how people can fully hate that man, but never hate none of the people that makes his movies. I've never you heard them like say, "Yeah." Oh, okay. Like no one hates the actors and actresses of Tyler Perry movies. It's always the hate of him, though. No one yeah, said, yeah, I, I can't, can't stop. I mean, everybody got to get the, and I don't see him, I don't know if he's underpaying people or some shit. Not that I've heard of, at least. And I know he does cool shit in Georgia for folks and shit like that, but I don't know. I always thought it was interesting, just the dynamic of Tyler Perry. And not not even necessarily him being a billionaire, but like, I, how do you hate that man, but don't hate the people that make his movies and shit? Yeah, I couldn't tell you. But I mean, I, I I, th- I think the only difference is that, like, if you're the actor and you don't get Will Smith and Tyler Perry movies, you get motherfuckers that don't get the best work, you know, that, you know, if a job come along, they probably fucking need it. So they're probably like, all right, I'll do the Tyler Perry movie and get this check. So they just end it to get that money and bounce. Whereas when you look at Tyler Perry, he's making, he, like, he's the one that's behind all this. And he's the one that's making these movies with these fucking caricatures of black people acting like fucking Sambo's and shit every fucking where. <laughs> so, I mean. Right, but it's like the Sambo doesn't he, even get the fucking, uh, the, 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 he, the he get. And, and then he's had, I mean, from Ildris Eba to fucking, I mean, he's had some low, some lower oh, yeah, B rated, yeah, yeah. you know, uh, I guess, you know, uh, actors and shit. But, I mean, he's had some. Some some heavy names too, but I I do get that yeah. point though. I totally get that point. Yeah, so that's that's my guess. But I don't I don't uh, I'm I'm not a fan of his. Like it, it kind of bothered me seeing that he became a billionaire just because I feel like he became a billionaire by making movies that are, in my opinion, are just like embarrassing. Like I I don't see how anybody could be proud of that. Like I, and I don't understand why people watch his movies. But he, it's like he's trying to I, – I, I feel like he's trying to appeal to the lowest common denominator. Like, he wants to make – I'm not going to say he's actively trying to make shitty movies, but, like, he don't give a fuck about making a good movie. He just gives a fuck about putting out some coonery that niggas who like coonery is going to fuck with. And how he got to a billionaire out of that is beyond me. He's got to have some – uh, incredible fucking business savvy or and or incredible intellect to somehow become a billionaire on his own 
but not making anything that's worth a damn or anything that is like a big box office draw. Like if his movies were if, if his movies were doing big, 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 big numbers, like, oh, the new Tyler Perry dropping, and then everybody goes, Oh, Tyler Perry's new movie, number one this weekend, made a hundred million dollars this weekend, and every time he dropped something it was like that, then I'd be like, All right. But somehow this nigga became a billionaire dropping straight to DVD plays. Well, that, but that, but that, and he has a lot of fucking TV. I, you know, I totally forgot the motherfucker did plays. Um, but I, I, a lot of it is a uh, uh, TV shows. Like okay, I'm looking. Yeah, I, mean, I was being facetious. I know he has. I know he does other stuff. Yeah, but I, you know, to me, but that plays. makes sense though. But I, I wouldn't have made that. I wouldn't even have made that comment had I not been just staring at his fucking IMDb and shit, like. He has like three or four TV shows that are just running right now. That's just 2020. And I'm just scrolling through this shit up until shit 2017. Just constant TV shows and TV shows and TV shows. And I think he owns like a fucking city of, of a fucking uh, 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 um, what do you call it? Studio or some crazy shit in Georgia. Like he has some mm-hmm. crazy huge ass studio that's his and shit. So I guess mm-hmm. if you take out all the overhead of having to be at a different studio and all those crazy That's shit, the key right there. That's the know. key right there. He ain't got to pay out nobody else but the the people who, that directly work for him. So, all that money is his. So speaking of ownership and random shit, this is not on a list of stuff, but it's just, I just thought about it. And I saw the tweet that I think you may have re- retweeted. Um, I, I'm not sure who familiar who the guy is, but he, was, he has said something to the effect of, uh, podcast beef is stupid or some shit like that. But he was referring to Charlemagne and Joe Button. Okay, so you're going to have to explain to me what this is about. So <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what's going on. I don't know the full, the full gist of it, but I know that uh, the Joe Button show, uh, the podcast, was on, uh, was on Spotify the last two years. They did a contract with them. Uh, Spotify in short, Spotify tried to lowball them and they decided to not renew. And Charlemagne said something to the effect of him fucking it up and 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 so forth. And so he did this long ass like thirty minute rant to like talking, you know, he kept mentioning Charlemagne. Like he was talking to Charlemagne about how Charlemagne had no fucking idea of 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 what Joe Button in the podcast was doing by not doing that and so forth. And Joe Button was basically saying, you know, you don't understand because you've been working for uh, industries this whole time, but, you know, I own my own shit. And so, you know, he didn't want to get lowball, and especially since they just threw three suitcases and shit at Joe Rogan and shit. And right. so it was a big thing, but I'm like, that's not a podcast beef. That's that's niggas is way up the food chain of podcasts. It's way more deeper than just us beefing with Baylor or some shit. You know, <laughs> <laughs> like you know, that's not podcast beef. You know, I guess, I guess Joe Joe Button's point was like, you know, in short, you know, you don't understand the struggle because you've never done it on your own. You've always worked for a place, and I'm trying to secure things working on my own and doing this and you know like if they're so cool and shit why are you ousting ousting me in public like that and shit like that so that was hmm. kind of where that that kind of stood but i'm a big fan of uh although a button has blocked me um i have a, <laughs> I have a uh always have been been a big fan of button uh 
and I'm a total fan of the podcast, and I'm a total fan of just his podcast movement and what he's done with it. I feel like that's his best move career-wise uh, because it's – I mean, he – I think he was a cool rapper, and I will always like some of the stuff that he's done, but podcasting is his, his lane. That is mm-hmm. fully his lane. Like, I don't know – I don't know anybody else out alive right now that does it as well as Button to Me. Hmm. Um, as far as just his knowledge of the industry and knowledge of music and shit of the industry, he he tops it. I mean, other than you know a single person like you know, um, I think bef- before you know if Combat Jack was around, that would be the one. I always looked up to Combat Jack was a a big reason. I kind of you know I really enjoy podcasting because. I always looked at him as like, you know, he asked a lot of good questions. He was knowledgeable and all that shit. Um, but yeah, I think Joe Button does it, does it extremely well. And so I'm curious to see. I haven't seen Charlemagne reply or, or, or say anything. Uh, but, you know, it was interesting to say the least. Do you listen to Joe Button's podcast? I have not heard a single episode. Hmm. And, 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 and to be clear, that's not out of any disdain or lack of interest in Joe Budden it's just I got too many podcasts I li- I've been listening to and oh, listening to a hip-hop one is not very high on my my to-do list like my podcast feed consists of uh politics uh tv and movies and the people that we know like uh, our podcast community um I don't and that's pretty much it and that has me so so backed up not backed up anymore, but that that's so much content hitting my podcast app every day that I don't have time to add another one that has as many episodes as he does. But I, when he dropped, when he first, I remember when he first uh, started that podcast, uh, he didn't even have a name for it. And I remember, I remember having some interest in listening to it and just, I just never got around to it. And now he's done 8 million episodes somehow. And uh, yeah, I still haven't heard it. So what, uh, I've heard good things, but what are the fucking odds? What fucking mini? Like, what are the fucking odds? Yeah, but what are the fucking odds? Like, okay, can I record a podcast in peace at ten forty-two p.m. Uh, in the middle of a residential neighborhood without some loud-ass vehicle going by? Guess not. Absolutely <laughs> not. <laughs> Absolutely not. Um, but yeah, so I thought that was just interesting. Uh, but we can get back on task. Uh, I thought you were about to ask something. Fuck, I was, and I just lost lost track of it. So oh. never mind that. Oh. <laughs> All right. Well, if it comes back. Yeah, it'll come back at some it. point. Um. So, oh, so with the uh, untimely death of Chadwick, we also lost Chris uh, Cliff Robinson on Cliff who was of the Portland Trailbreakers, but was played a monumental moral, monumental role with the Detroit Pistons as well. I almost forgot he played for Portland. Like, I just remember his Piston time to me. I mean, that may be just being a Pistons fan. but Yeah, Cliff, Cliff Robinson, um, the, the, the main reason that I know what I know about his career is that he was a rookie on Portland the year that the Pistons beat Portland for the championship in 1990. Mm-hmm. And I, I, obviously I didn't know that. I didn't know anything about him at that time. But going back and, like, watching highlights and stuff like that and watching specials that go over the Pistons and things like that, 
watching it. I was like, oh, shit, that was Cliff Robinson this whole time. <laughs> he was a fucking rookie. Now he's old-ass Uncle Cliff when he got here. But um, he played solid while he was here, though. And uh, he, was a, he was a solid contributor, not a end of the bench. Uh, he got dude, released so. prior to the 04 championship, mm-hmm. right? Okay. Mm-hmm. That's what I, that's what I did remember. Yep. So he didn't he didn't get one with us. Um, and then we had John Thompson, uh, Hall of Fame coach of Georgetown. Uh, crazy. He's um, he's coached many of Hall of Famers uh, and future Hall of Famers, uh, notably Iverson. Iverson Hall of Fame now, or he's still. Um, he's on his way. He should be in by now. I think. He's I thought he was. I thought he was. Yeah, I don't, I'm not sure though. Um, Patrick, you're pretty sure he's been retired long enough. Uh, yeah, he might. Or he might be on his way or something like that. Um, like I say, uh. Um, You're eligible after five years, and I don't think he's. I, I think he's gonna retire longer than that. Who Iverson? Yeah, oh. I think so. I mean, I could be wrong. I mean, but no, no. I thought he was. I thought he retired longer than longer than five years. But um, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I thought I'm pretty sure he's gonna retire longer than that. So I know he. I mean, I obviously, uh, um, Iverson. Un, I can't rec- I, I know it's a, a a few other players that he's actually coached in his uh um in his tenure, but um for some odd reason those people are uh, failing me, failing my memory right now. Yeah, Iverson was inducted in 2016. So yeah, he's been in, he's been in for 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 four and years. And I kind of thought that because I thought he did a. Uh, um, I thought he did like a tribute to uh, to John Thompson when he went during his uh, his speech to go in or something like that. So um, he posted a nice little message about John Thompson. Uh, that oh, he day. did. Yeah, but yeah, you're right. Yeah, the, the John Thompson, man, that was a that's a legendary coach right there. That's a that's the Black People's John Wooden. So yeah, that's that's a big loss, man. Oh, Alonzo yeah, Morning. I'm sorry, I knew it was another person. Oh, yep. Oh yeah, man, man, it's, it's mad motherfuckers went through Georgetown, dog. Like, I mean, I'm sure we could pull up several uh, big time Hall of Famers, but yeah, Ewing, Iverson, Zoe. Yeah, there's been some. I'm sure there's plenty more. I'm not gonna try to think of any, but yeah, big, big time, uh, big college coach. Always seemed like a good dude to me. His players always loved and respected him. Like, you never had players coming out talking, talking shit about. Uh, the Georgetown program, they always spoke incredibly no, highly. I, I, he's, he, you know, his, his, uh, his tenure, I've never heard, never heard of, of, of anyone talking ill to him. I mean, it, everybody, you know what I'm saying, spoke, spoke well to that guy. Yeah. Totally. That was crazy to happen over the span of like two days. <laughs> like, man. They had a. They were talking about a uh, a story about him con- confronting some like drug lord uh, that 
that was hanging around some of the players and shit. And essentially, he just told them, like, hey, you need to stay away from my fucking players and shit. <laughs> like, that is nuts. Some, uh, <laughs> some old above the rim type shit. <laughs> that is. That's, that is a real, like, above the rim type shit. Like, no, nah, man, I'm not going to let Dwayne Martin play in your fucking tournament. <laughs> Fuck off. Fuck, Dwayne Martin went to Georgetown, didn't he? Yeah. At, at the end of the movie? Yeah, was it? Oh, fuck, wasn't John Thompson in the movie? Yeah, dog. Yeah, he went to Georgetown at the end of that movie, and John Thompson was in it, dog. I, swear I remember, Because you remember the very end of the movie, he's at Georgetown, and they playing, like, the last play of the game and shit, and Georgetown down by one or whatever, and Dwayne Martin character, get, uh, you know, ends up getting the winning shot. Yeah, man, he went to fucking Georgetown. I'll tell you, I, I'm, like, 90% sure John Thompson was in that shit. No, I think you're right. I think you're right. And I'm fe- I don't know why that's failing me right now, but yeah. That's funny. <laughs> I think it's really brought above the rim to life. <laughs> like, like, I'm not going to let fake Dwayne Martin playing play no drug dealers tournament, and I'm not going to let my real players play in no drug dealers tournament. Right. He was doing <laughs> from the movies to real life. Like, not <laughs> even in my dreams that you drug that a nigga's going to get my players. Fuck that. <laughs> Hey man, dedicated. Can y'all ride in a park? Can y'all ride in a park where I where I don't let, where I don't let my player play for the drug dealer team? I want to be in that movie. I like Tupac. <laughs> and shit, wasn't that uh his his uh Tupac's older brother or some shit? Oh yeah, Leon's character. Yeah. yeah. Well, I can't remember. I can't remember Tupac's character name right now for some reason. I remember Marlon Wayans was Boogaloo, and yeah, Shep was was Leon's character. Tupac was uh fuck. What was Tupac? I keep wanting to say Bishop, but Bishop Bishop was Juice. It was, was Birdie. Juice. Birdie, yeah, 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 Birdie. <laughs> so Marlon Wayans was was a Boogaloo. Uh, Dwayne Martin was Kyle Watson. Oh, and even fucking Wood Harris is in that too. Oh yeah, he was yeah, <laughs> walking up with the <clears throat> pulling a gun out the duffel bag. <laughs> Dude, they they had I forget it was somebody who had did some fuck shit in the NBA, like they were angry or some shit. They kept putting his face on that fucking picture and shit. <laughs> fuck, who was that? Somebody had pulled a gun or something and did something in, in, in the NBA or some shit. And, it was probably uh, Gilbert Arenas. Oh, it might have been. It was. It sure the fuck was. It sure the fuck was. <laughs> Gilbert Arenas. Though. Yep, yep, yep. That was Gilbert my guy, Agent, Agent Zero. That was my guy. I, I like Gilbert Arenas, man. And then, oh, yeah, and it was, oh, yeah, I think you said it. Bernie Mac was slip and shit, so, yeah. Oh, no, I didn't say that. I forgot about oh, oh, I, I thought mean, you I, said I, that. I, I thought you that. mentioned that, but yeah, no, I didn't Bernie, say Mac, Bernie, Mac. Yeah. Bernie Mac was fucking crazy in there as hell. Goddamn Wood yeah. Harris. I was, uh, I've been listening to, um, the, the Wire uh, podcast that uh, Van Lathan and uh, Jamil uh, I forget, oh, I can't think of Jamil's last name but Jamil Hill? Jamil Hill. I, you know what? Hill didn't sound right for some odd reason. But yeah, Jamil Hill and Van Van from uh, formerly TMZ and shit. And it's funny, I, I never podcast together. Yeah, they're doing a podcast going through the whole uh, um, the whole show of The Wire. So they're watching every episode. Wait, this is actively happening? It's actively happening right now. Oh, wow. Okay. 
So I think they just they've just ended. Go along with them. Right. They just ended with like season three or something like that. So I think right after Stringer got got killed. Uh, so it's kind of cool. Um, I will say I, I never listened to Van um, on TMZ or anything, but he definitely sounds more hood than I thought he would. <laughs> I thought he would just come off as like a whitewashed black dude or some shit, but <laughs> he sounds definitely more uh, more hood. He actually seems like he actually, be, excuse me, he seems like he actually be cool in person. Yeah, no, he he struck me as a cool dude. Uh, he 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 would he showed up on um on the Brilliant Idiots podcast a lot. Hmm. And he might be doing something with Spotify as well. I think. I wouldn't be surprised. So speaking of random people that I wouldn't have known, uh, wouldn't have known did certain shit. Are you familiar with the YouTube dude Jay Versace? Oh yeah, that's that nigga with them big ass nostrils that makes that <laughs> does the does the same thing over and over, and everybody loves it. So you know that nigga is like an actual beat maker producer. Nah. So he produced some stuff for like Griselda. Are you familiar with? Uh, uh, with Griselda and their their people, uh, nah. um, man, uh, your your boy would uh would be all over this right now, uh, uh, Mr. Monitor. Yeah, Westside <laughs> Westside Gun, Billy um, Benny the Butcher, and shit like that. And then there's okay. uh, I a recognize guy. both those names. Yeah, they're they're, they're signed to uh, Shady's label and shit, but I think they're managed by. So who who is Griselda? Griselda is the the label. Oh, so Griselda's not person. a person. Griselda's the label. Oh, yeah. And then, like a witch. and then, right. And then there's a uh, um, Benny the Butcher, uh, West Side Gun, and then uh, Conway the Machine. Anyway, they're signed. Oh, there's another guy named Derringer in that group. Anyway, uh, they're signed to Shady. Oh, they have a deal with Shady, and then they got a managing deal with uh, with Jay Z's label. I forget. Uh, hmm. But anyway. Is it Rock? Yeah, I think so. I think they're managed by them or something <laughs> like that. Oh. Um, I don't know why Rockefeller was just it's been a long fucking day. Uh, and I'm trying to sit. <laughs> I was about to say title. I was about to say title for some stupid reason. Uh, but then, uh, so anyway, the, 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 the Jay Masashi dude, I guess he's done some production for them, but he produced a whole mixtape uh, from a dude from Detroit named Bodie James. Okay. Um, and I was just like, I got something about that Jay Versace? Like the motherfucker somebody somebody told me they thought it was an African girl. They didn't realize he was an actual dude. Cause I guess every time they <laughs> see him, he's in fucking he was, drag or whatever the fuck. Yeah, he's always dressed like a woman. But that that's what irritated me about him, man. It's like I don't I don't understand how he got so popular because it seemed like he was doing the same thing over and over. Like all he would do is lip sync to old old black songs. Wearing a wig and making the same face, and I'm are like, you, why are you this saying? Popular? Are you saying the same things that made uh, Tyler Perry a billionaire? Like he couldn't repeat that <laughs> shit over and over and over again. <laughs> right. That's, a, yeah, I, that's it's always weird to me. Some of the shit that gets popping, dog. Like all, all the effort that we put into to this podcast, and we ain't got popping, nothing like that. But then I watch like this one dude. What's that one dude? Man, fuck. Uh, but he make the videos where he don't say nothing. It's just a split screen with him and whatever the whatever the trending video is. 
and all he do is make faces during the video. He don't say shit. He just look at it and will make a face. And I'm like, why is this popular? Like, he's watching the video just like I'm watching it. It's a dude that it's does. He's not laughing. He, it's a dude that uh, I forget his name. Uh, I actually don't even know his name. I shouldn't even say I forget his name. But he does those <laughs> side by side videos and he critiques like uh, like recipes and shit. Mm-hmm. And he ended up getting called on Ellen um, for that. And ever since then, he's been pretty famous. Oh, that's kind of cool. Is that the one dude where, like, does he, he, he be like watching videos, of, watching recipes, and it'd be like, oh, this looks good. Oh, okay. I kind of like that. And then something crazy happens, and they're like, what the fuck is that? They put in there or something. Yeah, like he's that. like really fucking. Oh, his name is Kalen. And his, his series is called, like, Kalen Reacts. And basically, he's just looking at random ass food, and it's like somebody was making like a, like a hot dog casserole. It'd be crazy shit like that or whatever. Yeah, I don't understand how those things get popular. Like, I mean, some of them, some of them are kind of entertaining, depending on depending on the person what they do. But the one nigga that I'm thinking of, uh, I I don't even understand, man, why I've seen so many of his videos come across the timeline and across Facebook because he don't say nothing. He just makes faces, and they're not funny faces. It'd be like. Somebody say something crazy in the viral video, he'll like, you know, make wide eyes. Like, oh my like, what? Like, I'm like, why is this a thing? <laughs> like, how did how did this get popular? Yeah, I don't know. Right. Yeah, I don't understand. What I've things get I've, viral. I think one of the things that's um been bugging me of like how is the motherfucking people who does like the mukbang videos. The what videos? Mukbang. So the ones where they be eating like a bunch of shit on YouTube, basically. I I ain't never heard of that. Are you serious? They eat a bunch of shit. Yeah, so they have like these huge servings of like something. Like if they're doing crab legs, they got the biggest fucking crab legs, or they got the biggest plate of wings, and basically all they do is fucking eat on video. Oh, man, there's the one. There's the one guys that make the the epic epic meal guys, but I don't think that's what you're talking about though. Nah, dude. If you ever get a chance, just just search uh, fucking mukbang. I, I I don't even know what word you're saying. What muk mukbang? What what? Yeah, M U K B A N G. Yeah, I've never heard of that. I've never heard of that. <laughs> Pretty much, they, they, they pretty much, like I say, they just fucking, they eat crazy shit on video. And then they just, they, it just show them eating the shit. Like, it's always, like, some crazy amount of food. And it's something, you know, sometimes it's weird shit. Or sometimes it's just, like, super fucking big-ass colossal shrimp or some shit. And, and the, the video is set up, like, you see the table, and you see, like, their shoulders and their head. Almost like they're kneeling at the table. And all they do is eat <laughs> shit, dog. Hmm. It's a chick on it's a black chick that I started. I just subscribed to the shit because I like hers is because she actually makes the shit, and then you know she eats it afterwards and she shows how to make it, whatever. It's a black chick. She does this is one called "It's So Good." The chick's name is Miriam, and okay. bruh, she has seven hundred and sixty-one. Thousand subscribers, dog. Damn. And all she does is make shit, and then she eats it on fucking camera. 
Simple as shit, man. And it's and it's not even like like she's a you know I don't, I don't it doesn't even care how you it doesn't even matter how you look because it's not like one of those things where it's some like super fine as or some aesthetically pleasing person. You know, she's just a regular black chick and she just makes fucking food and eat it. She's talked about how she she I guess she's um an, um she's a nursing or something and she went from you know working full time and she did this to do get extra money just to have a couple of extra money uh, extra couple of dollars a month and shit and she got to a point where I think she works like less than part time now because she gets so much money from from fucking video plays and shit. I don't think if she has that many subscribers, she wouldn't even have to work at all. <laughs> I mean, I think maybe because she went to school for it, maybe she just enjoyed it and shit. Like, like I'm looking at a video. She did buffalo chicken lollipop. She has a hundred. I'm sorry, take that back. 1.5 million views. She did lobster and mac Cheetos. 1.8 million views. Oh, fucking battered fried Wait. chicken. 2.1 million views. Like it is fucking retarded, dog. And all she does yeah. is make make fucking shit and then eat it. Did a video six days ago, ninety three thousand views. Man, I'm like I need to figure out something and just do it on YouTube. Like, can I be that interesting? I feel like I surely can, dog. I just need to figure it out. I don't know what the fuck it's gonna be, but goddamn, you got to have a thousand. So in order to even get revenue from YouTube, you have to have a thousand subscribers and a certain amount of hours of, of video. This motherfucker has <laughs> 761,000 subscribers. Like I wouldn't in the next two years, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be surprised if she hit a million, a million subscribers. At that point, you really don't have to do an actual real job. <laughs> no. Must be nice. Maybe one day. Man. <laughs> Man. And we make food and eat it for free. For free. And we pay <laughs> for it. Do it. <laughs> we, pay, we pay for it. <laughs> we pay for it and get fat because of it. <laughs> I'm just gonna I'm gonna start recording. I need to give me a nice camera. And I'm just gonna start recording every time I grill and shit. Every yeah. fucking time. You could be the black Malcolm. Hey, dog. I will <laughs> take it, dog. <laughs> Welcome back to How to Barbecue. Black edition. <laughs> like, I, How to I know, barbecue, motherfucker. I, I know I got I know I got a little rust on my grill, but you know, after I get a few more followers, we go we go fix that. <laughs> <laughs> How to grill, nigga. I got a grill, nigga. <laughs> I gotta figure out what words can I use that's gonna that's, that's gonna um not get me from not being monetized and shit. Right. <laughs> yeah, crazy man. shit, man. People are really making a lot of fucking money on YouTube. But yeah, yeah muck, you, you get a chance, man. You gotta look at just just search mukbane on YouTube and it's it's crazy. All they do is eating shit, dog. <laughs> All they doing yeah. is eating shit. Man, if you can get paid doing that, man, I'm wasting a whole lot of time. Bruh. <laughs> a whole lot of fucking time. 
I'm gonna record me eating that uh that pork shoulder I'm gonna cook off cook this weekend. Man, I'm like fuck posting my shit on Twitter, man. I'm 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 doing shit on YouTube. Fuck that. <laughs> man, just just fit it. I wanna do like uh I don't know if you've seen it, there's a video of uh somebody that just finished finished smoking a pork butt and one the guy's standing over it and he's about to start slicing it. And then he puts the knife to it and then he like shakes his head and walks away and then another dude comes in and just like tears away with his hand to show how tender it is. I'm gonna do something like that. <laughs> yeah, I might I might start looking at some cameras, dude. I might have to I might see if I can find me a decent one before Sunday. Yeah, I need to figure some of my life out. Anyways, back to Indeed. our back to our broke shit. Um, <laughs> so superstitions. Yeah, um, you got any? <laughs> I tell, well, actually, let me tell you the reason I asked. Well, or the reason I put that in as a topic anyway. Um, so I don't remember how it came up. But my wife and I were talking about superstitions. Um, it might have been. Was there anything about superstitions in the in the latest episode of Love Lovecraft Country? Yeah, I'm trying to figure out how we got on the superstitions, and I can't really remember. But anyway, we were talking about superstitions, and my wife said that she does the um she does well she apparently she does a whole she has a whole lot of superstitions that I didn't fucking know about. But the one that really blew me away. If she does the thing from Dumb and Dumber, where like if you spill a stalk, you gotta toss them over your shoulder. Are you she serious? Does that. Yeah, and it fucking blew my mind, dude. I'm like, all this time you've done that, and I'm how have I not seen it? I mean, granted, how often do you spill the salt, and then how often do you spill the salt while I'm around to see it? But man, I'm like, how have you done this this whole time? And I didn't know that. Like that shit blew my mind. I was like, you can get the fuck out of here talking about you throw the salt, like fucking. Lloyd Christmas ass nigga, get out of so, here. So maybe you've just never seen so, so I guess you've never seen her spill salt to be able to throw some salt. So um I guess not. I'm like, man, I didn't know you did that shit. So I don't know. I like I was so blown away by the fact that she not only the fact that she does it, but, but the fact that she did she does that and I didn't know about it. And I was like, I'll put that as a topic because I'm like, I wonder if Otis got any superstition. Um, no, but I remember when I was younger, one of my aunts, um, had crazy superstitions, like, like the whole splitting poles. Like if mm -hmm. you're walking and someone goes on the other side of the pole, either you got to walk back or the other person splits the pole, which is not even splitting. Now you're just on the same side of the pole. And I remember that a lot as a kid, like, and then I remember something about stepping on lines on the street, but I don't remember that one. It's too, like. Like dividers on the sidewalk or some shit about stepping on them or some crazy shit. Hmm. But I do. I don't know that one. I do remember the splitting pole. The splitting pole was definitely uh, one of the ones I really remember. Um, I remember something about not crossing black cats. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, black a black cat crossing your path is bad luck. Like breaking a mirror is bad luck. Yeah, but it's like I, with the mirror breaking, it's like nothing you could do though. What it, it there needs to be like a a fix to that. Either if you break it, maybe if you don't get it all up in seven years, like you can't. Are you just fucked <laughs> when you do it? You know what I'm saying? Like, 
<laughs> like if you don't if you don't clean it up real fast, <laughs> it's bad luck. Yeah, I didn't really believe a lot of superstitions, so I just didn't fuck with it. You know, crazy thing about superstitions, none of them is based on anything real. It's just based on like being passed down from generation to generation. A motherfucker just doing it. Like no one's ever split a pole and then was like, "Oh shit, we split a pole," and then like forty-five minutes later, that nigga got hit by a truck. Like it's like the. There ain't no stories like that. It's just like you only hear about superstitions from other superstitious people. So that means the same superstitious people only heard about that shit from the superstitious people from before them. So like, it's not. It's weird because I I don't think any of that stuff based on anything real. It's just like somebody just decided that was a thing, and then it just kept getting passed down and passed down and passed down, and it just continued to persist for some reason. I don't really know why. Like I, I, I want to know, so I want to know, I want to know the nigga that got hit by a Mack truck for for splitting the pole, and then it's like, okay, <laughs> you know what? We can't do that. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, I the only I do have a smidgen of superstition, and but that superstition has it has seen results, so that's why I still have it a little bit. But there'll be times, and this is the dumbest fucking. <laughs> You gonna laugh how stupid this fucking thing is. <laughs> if I'm watching a Pistons game, <laughs> or if I'm better yet, if I'm not watching a Pistons game, and I turn it on, and they're winning, right? And say they're up by ten, and I just turn the game on, and they're up by ten. If that other team starts coming back, then I turn it off, because I look at it like me watching made the made the Pistons start fucking up and made the other team get better, so I'll turn it off, <laughs> and wow. then I'll do the exact opposite. Like if they get if they're getting washed, right? Say they're down by like twenty, and I turn I might turn the game off or I'll go somewhere or whatever, and then maybe I check the score on my phone, and I see that now they now they're only down five. I won't turn it on because I don't want them to <laughs> because I feel like my absence is what made them make the comeback. So I won't turn it on until they've come all the way back, or if it's like late in the game, then I'll turn it on because I'm like, all right, well, let me see the end of it. But yeah, that's the only superstition I have is is. If the if if my absence or presence causes something bad to happen or to the Pistons or something good or whatever, I'll continue to not watch or start watching or whatever whatever. Like if they're like if they're up and then I leave, and then they then they lose the lead, then I'll be like, oh shit, I gotta turn it back on so they can so they can build the lead back up again. Like all uh, like all it has okay. to do with me. But it's so dumb. But like it's happened so many times where that that's exactly how it played out. Like there's been times where I literally have felt like the, the reason that they won the game was because I stopped watching it. <laughs> so, but I mean, yeah, I mean, at least I'm superstitious about something I care about. <laughs> Not some goddamn cats and coal. <laughs> so. Yeah. Did, did she tell you any other ones? Did she, did she, did she, her other she got all of them. I don't she even remember. She, said, she got them. all of them. She got all of them. Uh, she's, I, everything, the black cat thing you mentioned, the pole splitting, I think, I don't know if she said the pole splitting thing. But she said she ran off like three or four ones, and they're like common ones, like ones that everybody know about. I'm like, man, I didn't know you had all that shit. <laughs> like, man. Yeah, like that's like that would come up in like y'all dating and shit, just random ass questions about each other. Like, what do you like, such and such? Oh, and I got I'm superstitious about a lot. Like, how 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 different this would have been if you guys would start dating and she started telling you about all her superstitions? <laughs> yeah, that that yeah, that'd be kind of weird. And especially because, like, I don't, I don't believe in shit, so I don't ha- like that one superstition that I have is just like 
like I said, it's based off of, of, of that actually working before. So, like, if, I, if that happened, if I did that, if I, you know, left the game or turned the game on and it, it never had the impact that I thought it was going to have, eventually I'd be like, why are you doing this shit? Stop. But it's, it's worked so many times. I'm like, oh, shit, I might as well just keep doing it. But, and, I, um, and I think that part of the superstitions is they're doing stuff so something won't happen. Mm-hmm. Like it's not for something to happen, or maybe the the two the what they want to happen is not something bad, but it's not yielding a result, like uh, a tangible like reaction. Like me splitting the pole is so that bad shit won't happen. It's not like if I if if I walk if we both walk on the same side, we're gonna you know find a hundred dollars or some shit. It's like we don't we split the <laughs> pole so a, a dog don't bite us or some shit or whatever the fuck you know what I'm saying. But, you, basically, you, the superstition is so you avoid consequences. Yeah. Um, like a prize. I, I tell you, I can tell you another one that I don't do it, but I did it for a brief period. And this goes to show you how impactful someone passing a superstition to you can be, depending on who the person is. When I was a kid, if I was riding the car with my dad and we drove past an accident, my dad was raised in a Catholic church. My dad, complete fucking atheist. Not religious at all. He was, but he was raised in the Catholic church. And anytime we drove by a car accident, he would always do that, that uh, where you, you do the cross on yourself. Oh, really? Like you touch your forehead and then, yeah, forehead, chest, left shoulder, right shoulder. He would always do that. And I'm like, why, did, I was like, why do you do that? Like, you just picked me up from church so we could watch the Lions game. Like, like you don't care about you don't care about religion. Why are you doing that? I thought and he was I, like I, he's like I don't know. I thought you was. You you thought, well, I, I thought you was about to say he was pulling out the uh, the the dance move for uh, Boosie song. I'm on like shoulders. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wipe me down. <laughs> yeah, but no, nah, man, he he would do that shit, and I always thought that was so weird. He was like, I don't know. He's like, I just grew up in a Catholic church, and he's like, I've just been doing it this whole time, and so. That shows that, like, how much his upbringing in the church has an impact on him, even when he didn't fuck with religion no more. And sure enough, the first time I was driving by myself and I drove by accident, I fucking did that shit. And then I was like, man, I, I got so mad at myself. Dog. I was like, man, you know better. Why are you Bro, doing that's that hilarious. <laughs> and I did it. I, I, I did it a couple of times before I was like. Why? 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 I, I think after he died was probably. I think I. I that's what it, I never did it after he died, but I thought about it. Like after he died, because when he was alive, it was easier for me to to be like, man, don't do that shit. That's stupid, or to not even think about it or whatever. But then after he died, the first time I drove past the accident, I just kind of, I just, I didn't sit there because I was driving, but emotionally I sat there, like, don't do it. Don't do that fucking cross shit. Don't do it. <laughs> so, yeah, that that's a real that's a real weird one. I don't know if that's a thing that people know about or if that's common in the Catholic Church or, or whatever. But well, I know the I know the the you know doing the cross is is common. But um, but yeah, I didn't know. I don't know if that's a thing that Catholics do when they drive by car accidents. Yeah, my dad did that shit all the time, and he used to really fuck with me. <laughs> I know I started to get my nephew to uh, put his hands up like as a roller coaster when we cross over the railroad tracks. I don't know. That's not a. It's uh, <laughs> not superstition. But every time we go over one, he does it now. It's fucking hilarious. 
it's amazing what kids remember and shit. I used to do, you know, uh, uh, Curtis, the street, not a person, the street Curtis. Yep. Um, there was a path on Curtis that we used to take on the bus when I was taking the bus from school. And well, not from school, it was uh, like a summer camp. So like uh, during the summer, uh, my parents would take take me to like a, a, a summer camp. So that way, you know, I'm not sitting at home all summer not doing shit. And uh, um, they would take me to one place and then we would get bused to a different location, which is where the summer camp was at. And then from the summer camp, if we were going to different things, uh, we would take the bus from there to wherever we was going. And there was a route from wherever my mom would take me to to the uh, to the camp that went down Curtis, and there was a, a spot on Curtis that was mad fucked up, like crazy potholes, all kinds of bumps, unevenness in a row, all that kind of shit. And you know, a school bus don't got no seat belts, <laughs> so like we would do like we wouldn't put our hands on like a roller coaster, but we would bounce up and down whenever we went down Curtis because the bus would bounce up and down because the street was so fucked up. So it, it would make us bounce high as fucking air. Like if you just sat still, you would bounce a little bit, whatever. But if you already bouncing and then you hit Curtis, now you re- <laughs> you was really going to be bouncing. <laughs> and we used to do that shit driving down Curtis and bouncing up and down and shit. And okay. you're, you're thinking about putting your hands up going over the uh, railroad tracks if you think about that. Yeah, I, and, I, and I, it's funny. I do that shit all the fucking time. Uh, even when my nephew's not in the car, which is funny for her. Wait, so you do it too? When I think about it, it's not every time, but sometimes I do think about it and I do it just because it's just, <laughs> just a random ass habit and shit. Uh, whenever I can think about it, at least. Hmm. So. Um, what else do we have? Um, so, how did you come about this question about a wing nut? Before I tell the story, do you know what it is? Yes. You do? Yeah. Okay. And we know you know we're not talking about the fucking uh the actual like an actual wing nut, right? Okay, now yeah, yeah. Now I'm confused. Maybe I don't oh, know what okay. the fucking wing nut is. Okay, no, it's a it's a it's a slang term, I guess. Oh, okay. I was talking about the actual like Oh nut, no 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 not actual screw. not an actual wing nut no yeah <laughs> uh, okay so no I do not know all right so I'm sitting out in the garage work same thing I do every day on occasion my wife will come out from the house because we both work it from home she's in the house I'm in the garage I'm out here smoking every now and then she'll come out to the garage just to see what I'm doing talk update me on stuff whatever just to come out and just catch up. So that we're not completely separate from each other the whole, whole fucking day. She came out here um, yesterday, and I'm sitting down. She's standing up. She comes to the garage, and I go to like, to like grab her by the leg to to kind of like pull her closer, and she jumped, like jumped back. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, what do you think I'm doing? Like, I was what the go pull you closer. She was like, I thought you were about to give me a wing nut. What the fuck is that? What does that mean? So I have no context of what the fuck you're out talking about. But you know what you you know what it is? No, that's what I'm saying. Oh, okay. Based on okay. based on that that conversation, I have no fucking idea. Now all I was gonna think of okay, so this is weird as fuck, and and maybe you judge me or not. 
All I was thinking is maybe you was gonna like gonna blow on her belly button or some shit. That's <laughs> so random. <laughs> it is random as fuck. I'm like, I don't know. Like, I, I okay. So that's that's obviously not it. But continue because I'm curious. So yeah. So she's like, I thought you were gonna give me a wig. That I'm like, the fuck is that? And then she makes a motion of like an uppercut, and she means like basically it's like punching somebody in the pussy. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> I, yeah, I never heard no shit like that. She's like, yeah, and they're like, we would do that at school. Just walk with somebody like, wing nut and punch him the pussy. <laughs> like, what kind of shit is that? <laughs> Bruh, I've never, ever heard of that, dog. That's why the next sentence says, some Canadian shit? Question mark. <laughs> and hey, you know what? I saw that, and I was like, and I still just went back to, like, the actual, like, Nut, actually like, wing nut. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Oh man. Wow. I wonder if there's, I wonder if there's any other like weird random terms that I don't know that correlate with something hilarious. Because I'm definitely gonna start using that now. I might even do it. So it's an uppercut. <laughs> it's a pussy uppercut. <laughs> Basically, I mean, I guess it. I mean, it, I can't. It can't. I mean, it can't be a full uppercut. Unless unless the person's like ten feet tall, but like I mean, like it's a punch, like a like a like if you say if you was gonna like hit somebody in the balls, like boop. <laughs> I don't know. Dog. Hey man, you know what? I think it's I think it's pretty dope that uh, what you guys been married what five years now? Five, five years, years and two weeks. Yeah, a little over two weeks. Almost five years, and uh, you're learning. You're you're still learning stuff about your wife, <laughs> right? You're learning superstitions. Yeah. You're learning wing nuts right. and shit, man. You know, that's, yeah. that's, you know, after after two kids and shit, you know, y'all still still learning still, shit. That's wild as fuck. Learning about pussy punches and salt throwing. Pussy punches and salt throwing, and I'm, I'm, that's I'm, the I name of the episode. <laughs> I, I was gonna say wing nuts and and yeah, but yeah, uh, uh, shit. I guess I don't know. Can we, I, don't, I don't think we could put pussy punch on the on. <laughs> I feel like that would. <laughs> I feel like that would like get flagged by Apple or something. Like I, I definitely like, feel like it's going to get. I feel like it's definitely going to get flagged. But uh, I originally thought about uh, wing nuts, but uh, yeah, we I figure we'll figure it out. But yeah, I feel like we're we're beyond the early years of our podcast. And, you know, I can't. I think we ever we had a pussy title. Was it Pussy Glitter? No. Uh, no, yeah. Yeah. I mean, at least that was a term that we used on an episode because that was we were talking about uh, strippers. I mean, hey. I had to look through the episodes. If there's an episode with Pussy Glitter in the title, then we definitely got to do uh, Pussy Punches and Salt Throwing or Pussy Punches and Wing Nuts or something with Pussy Punches in the title. That's just going to get... <laughs> if we can put Pussy Punch in the title... This shit's gonna get mad plays, dog. There's no way everybody about to listen. What the fuck these niggas talking about? Well, I think we could just we could just pee. Uh, yeah, yeah, we'll figure that one out. Yeah, that P sounds like uh, S S S Y. Let's see, punch and stop throwing. People gonna think, man, who they out here punching people in the pussy and throwing salt on it? Throwing salt on the wound, literally. Niggas literally throwing salt on the wound. Hey man, hey man, what do you expect from 2020, man? Shit. Yeah. 
sometimes, you know, when when life takes Kobe Bryant and life takes Chadwick Boseman and police out here kneeling on niggas' necks and looking in the camera while they're doing it, sometimes you just got to punch somebody in the pussy. <laughs> Hey, we're, we're, we're left with we're not left with a lot you know what i'm saying so uh, <laughs> a few viable options for 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 ways to let out your your frustrations and not so that we condone wing, and nigga. not even that we condone <laughs> pussy punching but you know it's just what it is yeah sometimes hey every, just like every now and then like sometimes niggas need to get punched in the face <laughs> sometimes people need to get Punch the pussy, dog. I feel so many people talk so reckless the way they do because they never got punched in the face. I, I really feel like that. Yeah. Like, I just feel like a punch in the face would really clear up the misunderstandings and, like, people not to say some fuck shit. Like, a good, a good just, just, just tap to the chin, man, you know, not, not to draw blood, you know, not to even break the jaw, just a nice little, you know. Maybe fall back into the bushes or some shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> just, just, just you know, a little, a nice little tap. You know, you know, with love. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, I we got, we got, we got to wrap this up. But I mean, I gotta say, I, it's mind-boggling to me how so many of these videos we've seen of people wilding out in the Walmart or uh, running up on people's cars, talking crazy, like. I can't believe that so many of these white people have tried that incredibly wild, risky, dangerous shit with the right person every fucking time. They ran up on the wrong person yet. I mean, like, man, it's been a, it's been a couple of videos where, you know, uh, you see a racist person get, get their ass whooped, but not nearly as many as you've seen a white person talking crazy and getting away with it. Like, man, how did, nah. how did they luck up so often? They, they, they get away with a lot of shit, dog. A lot of shit. Like, like you say, that's amazing. They pick the right people every time. Man. Every fucking time. But anyway, every like you say, we got to wrap up. But yeah, I got. I, I just wish they would pick the wrong person. Yeah, I wish they'd pick me. I'm. I, I, you heard that last podcast. I'm ready. Man. <laughs> I'm actually. I'm actually. If a white person ran up on me and started acting crazy, like that one dude at the Walmart that had on the prison pants that was uh, that oh, was in, a, at people. in Alaska, dog. Yeah, the word Alaska. Like, I, I'm at a I'm at a place where it's probably it probably be better if I didn't punch nobody in the face because <laughs> that that punch <laughs> would have the might of all the all of slavery. All of Jim Crow, all of the celebrities we've, all, beloved celebrities we've lost, all the people who have died of the police violence, like, you would have the rage of all of those instances. Like, I'd probably knock a nigga's head clean off like Goro from Mortal Kombat, dog. I, I just, I just need, I just need it not to be recorded. Like, <laughs> right. A, a lot of stuff is recorded and it helps in certain situations. I just need the time that I get the opportunity to do it. It's just not on camera. <laughs> I just need to happen. And you just, you know, you may know about it if, you know, if I tell you. But I just need that not to be recorded. Right. So, anyways, uh, we're going to wrap it up. Uh, always, you can email us, uh, whatupdoe at gmail, or find our Twitter at whatupdoe podcast. And, uh, 
See y'all next week. Yep. Peace. Peace.